Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm your host, Aaron Summers. The Saints were back at practice Sunday as they prepare for the Dallas Cowboys back in the Superdome on Thursday. That game is at 7.20 on Fox this week. You can also catch it on the NFL Network or on Amazon. The Cowboys have lost three of their last four games, including an overtime loss to the Raiders on Thanksgiving Day. And of course, the Saints, they have lost their last four games with a 31-6 loss to the Bills, but they are still in the playoff race. They are sitting at eighth right now, tied with Atlanta. They're third in the NFC South, but they're fighting for that wild card spot. So this game is going to be really important for the Saints. Really want to turn some things around and get a W on Thursday. Head coach Sean Payton spoke with the media on Sunday. Here are some of his thoughts on the Cowboys and their strengths. Look, you see the speed on tape. I think they're getting a lot of takeaways defensively. Uh, I think they do a great job with their rush and coverage plans relative to who they're playing. Um, Offensively, I think, look, they, they've got really good balance when they run the ball. When they run the ball for 100 yards or more, they're an unbeaten team this year. they got explosive players at the receiver position. They have a quarterback who's uh, playing at an outstanding level uh, and one of the better offensive lines we've, we've faced. So, um, you know, the, the first impressions when you, when you watch them is their talent, their coaching, uh, Defensively, you know, Dan's done a great job in his first year, you know, getting that group to play fast, play hard. Um, They really get after the passer, and you have to defend a lot uh, when you see their offense. Running back Alvin Kamara, who's missed the last three games with a knee injury, running back Mark Ingram, and right tackle Ryan Ramchek all returned to practice on Sunday. That bodes well for them as far as possibly playing this Thursday. Definitely hope we're going to get some more players back on the field. It's been an injury-riddled season. The Saints have played without their top two running backs, their starting quarterback in Jameis Winston, their star receiver in Michael Thomas, all-pro right tackle Ryan Ramchek, all-pro left guard Andrews Pete, and our top tight end and Adam Troutman. Of course, Taysom Hill was the team's backup quarterback on Thursday. He did not take any snaps, but we'll see where he's at and if he's able to get into the game on this coming Thursday against the Cowboys. To help me preview the Saints-Cowboys matchup, we're going to bring in Westwood one play-by-play caller Kevin Kugler. He does a lot of NFL games, also working for the NFL on Fox broadcasts. This past Sunday, he was in Atlanta. Kevin, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us on the New Orleans Saints podcast ahead of the Saints-Cowboys game, another Thursday night matchup. It's great to have you. I'm excited to be here, Aaron. Thanks for having me on. All right. So how many times have you been to the Superdome? I know you've covered the NFL for a long time. Uh, Quite a few times. Um, Not since the playoffs, but I have been there many, many, many times, and I'm looking forward to coming back. It's always a it's always a treat. Last year, I was there a couple of times and it was so and you hear this all the time. It's so weird, though. But you notice it more in New Orleans than you do most places when the fans aren't there because Saints fans are so passionate and loud and the dome gets rocking that when we were in there last year and it was empty, really, really, really weird. Yeah. How much different has it been this year? Or how good has it been to have the fans back? Oh, I mean, you, you know this. You, you go to games all over the country, and it is just fantastic to have everybody back. Everybody's so excited to be there. The passion is there. And I, and I really think you see it reflected in the excitement for the season, the ratings for television, the audiences that we have. Everything is up this year. I think it's because people were so – we enjoyed football last year, but we all knew it wasn't quite the same. And every mm-hmm. time we watched or listened to a game – 
you just kind of knew it wasn't what we're used to. And so now having it back to where we have fans in there and everybody's screaming and yelling, everybody's passionate, it really has made a huge difference in the enjoyment of the games this year. Focusing in on this upcoming game that we have, it's been a weird few weeks for both sides as the Saints have lost four in a row, the Cowboys losing three of their last four. They started the season so dominant. And I think the Saints kind of came out and surprised some people with a big win over Green Bay. When you look at both of these teams and where they're at right now, how important is a win on Thursday? Oh, I think it's huge. I mean, for both of these teams, they're so desperate for a win. And and you're starting to get to that point of the season where the weight of the end of the year starts to come into your mind a little bit. You're thinking, oh, my gosh, we've only got X amount of weeks left and we're counting games. And how do we get to this point? How do we get to that point? And you look at what both teams are trying to figure out offensively with the Saints trying to get that offense going. And it was such a such a down night on Thursday night for the Saints. I mean, it's just not something we're used to seeing from these Saints offenses. And and for Dallas, they couldn't run the football, which is also something you're not used to seeing from a Dallas Cowboys offense. So both teams come into this with a lot of question marks and a lot of attempts to find answers for what I really do think is a critical game for both of them. The Cowboys are going to get some people back on the football field in terms of wide receiver Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, who are both out. Didn't hurt their passing game, as you mentioned last week, but always good to have those guys back in in the mix of things. I mean, how can they add? They, they, they have, I mean, they add, they're two of the best wide receivers in the game. They add deep play threat. They add the ability to turn a short pass into a long game. They give Dak two additional outlets to throw to. And like you said, he had over 300 yards uh, this past weekend or this past Thanksgiving rather. So to have those two guys back only has to help that offense, not only from a passing game standpoint, but these are two experienced run blockers, Amari Cooper and CD Lamb. They're guys in the, in the wide receiver core that understand how to block for this run game, which you would think would help a little bit, maybe spring Ezekiel Elliott for a few more yards than what we saw on Thanksgiving. Coach Payton likes to talk numbers. He's a big stats guy. And so this past Sunday, he brought up the fact that the Cowboys have not lost when they've rushed for over 100 yards. They're averaging 127 and a half on the ground. But how are they going to limit the rushing attack for the Cowboys? Well, and that's one of the big question marks is how in the world do you slow that down? The Cowboys have not been great over the last few weeks with that. But as you, as you mentioned, here, you bring those two wide receivers back. I really do think that helps the run game. Everybody to look at it in the pass game. I do think that's going to help them in the run game as well. They've just got to figure out a way to get Zeke going. 25 yards on nine carries on Thanksgiving. He's averaged 45 yards or less over the last six games after getting off to such a great start this year. You remember everybody was talking at the beginning of the year. Dak's back. Zeke's averaging about 90 yards a game. This offense is clicking. Well, now that gets hurt. Zeke's numbers have gone way down. The COVID outbreak that has continued to plague this Dallas team. I mean, it's just been one of those instances where they've really not been able to hit on all cylinders. Maybe this is the week they do that. Or maybe this is the week that Saints defense recaptures some of the magic that they had through the first seven weeks when it was one of the best defensive units in the National Football League. I like that last option the best. So we're going to go with that one. <laughs> you mentioned the, the COVID outbreak. And of course, earlier Monday, it was announced that Mike McCarthy was not going to be able to travel with the team. He was still going to participate virtually. Well, the Saints, we went through that. It wasn't our head coach, but it was a lot of our coaches earlier in the season. And it didn't go very well. The, the communication, you could tell, just was not the same um, as far as how things ran, even in the game. How can that affect a team not having your head coach on the field? 
Well, you're, you're certainly lacking that one voice that makes those decisions. And we've seen that time to time. Now we have seen instances this year where teams have been able to overcome it. Arizona lost Cliff Kingsbury for a game. They were able to overcome with a variety of communicators. One advantage Dallas has that maybe some don't is that they have Dan Quinn who will handle all of the communications and big decision-making that head coach handles guy who's been a head coach for a lot of years in this league. So that certainly gives them a little bit of an advantage that you have a familiar voice and a guy who will come down on the field and be very familiar with the headset on, very familiar hearing the communication between coordinators. And that's going to help mitigate this a little bit. Now, you don't want to take your head coach out of the situation in any way, shape or form. But if you have a guy on your staff who is also a very capable and proven head coach, it probably helps ease the situation a little bit for the Cowboys. Something that I think Saints fans are going to be excited about is the fact that Alvin Kamara was back at the practice field on Sunday, as well as Mark Ingram and Ryan Ramchek, one of their offensive linemen. That's been an issue uh, with injuries across the board in that area. Uh, the offensive line, it's kind of been beat up. So getting the right tackle, all pro right tackle back would be huge. Having those players back on the football field could change the offense immensely. Oh, I think it's, absolutely enormous if they get Alvin Kamara back if they get Mark Ingram back and, and I like how you brought up the right tackle I think that's such a key part to everything they need you get all those guys back and if they're operating at relatively full efficiency a it takes pressure off whoever's playing quarterback and I know we'll probably see some Taysom Hill and I know we'll see some Trevor Simeon so whoever's at that quarterback spot on Thursday night you have two really talented and really tested running backs back there. You get protection back from a pass standpoint and run blocking for those two guys back there. It makes this offense so much better. You're not going to have a situation where you go for 190 yards of total offense like you did last Thursday. This is going to be, if they're back, if you've got your right tackle back, I don't care who's playing quarterback, the offense is going to look better with Alvin and Mark back there to help carry the load. Yeah, it was uh, not pretty last Thursday, 64 yards at the half. And then, as you mentioned, 190 for the game. It was definitely slow going. It's kind of been that way for the Saints over the past few games. It's been uh, hard for them to start go getting going offensively. How have you liked Trevor Simeon and what he's been able to do? I, I think it's such a tough spot. I mean, Saints fans, and I know I'm talking to a bunch of them on this, you have all been so spoiled. And I don't say that in a bad way. You've been treated to one of the greatest quarterbacks the game has ever seen for a good portion of people's lifetimes. I mean, it's hard to remember a time where Drew Brees wasn't the Saints quarterback for a good decade. And now he's gone. And so Trevor's in a tough spot. Jameis had things going. You looked at Jameis Winston and said, all right, maybe this is the guy who can kind of mm -hmm. bridge to the next era of Saints football. He gets hurt out for the year. It's a tough spot for Trevor Simeon, and I feel for him, but this is an unforgiving league. And if you are somebody who is going to struggle, I promise you opposing defensive coordinators have figured out a way to make those struggles even hurt more. And that's what we've seen over these four games for Trevor. It's not been pretty. It's been really uneven. I think he's a very capable quarterback. I watched him in college a lot in the Big Ten. I think this is a guy who can get it done to a certain degree. Now, can he get it done to a 13 or 14 win season over the course of a regular season schedule? I don't know about that, but I do know he is a capable quarterback. Is he capable enough to beat the Cowboys? It becomes an easier task when you have Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram back with him in the backfield, two weapons, not only in the run game, but in the pass game that he's been missing. Absolutely. Looking at the defense, we kind of brought it up a little bit, talking about how prolific the Cowboys are offensively. 
but the Saints, they were the number one run defense heading into you know their game against the Eagles, only allowing 71 yards on the ground. And now they have allowed 355 on the ground over the past two games. I mean, what's been the problem? What do they need to do? Boy, I, that's and that's the big question that you have a week to figure out here before one of the best running backs the game's seen in the last few years comes into town in Ezekiel Elliott. And, and it's one of those matchups where you're like, okay, does anything have to give in this? I mean, mm-hmm. or maybe something does because Zeke has really been struggling. So of the Saints from a defensive standpoint. So if the Saints can fix it, is it a fix for the Saints or is it just because they've continued the struggles of Ezekiel Elliott and vice versa? Does Ezekiel Elliott leave this game if he has a big game and go all is well? Or is it a situation where people say, well, it's it's the Saints defense. They've really struggled to stop the run. I think that's the key to this whole game is how these two teams can run the football take the quarterbacks out of it. And I know you're not going to, because each team will feel the quarterback in this game, but you've got to look at that run game first. And if Ezekiel Elliott can get on track, Cowboys are probably going to win this game. If the saints defense can again, recapture some of that magic from the first half or so of the season. Well, then I think the saints have an excellent chance to bounce back from that ugly loss on Thursday night. The Saints are still in it as far as the wild card race goes. They're they're right there on the edge, eighth right now in the standings, but there are a lot of teams at five and six, five and seven. So it's really anybody's game right now. And if they win, you know, turn some things around and, and get back in the win column, then they could definitely be in postseason play. You've seen a lot of games, watched a lot of the teams this year. What's your kind of perspective on the league this year as a whole? Well, first off, I I love the fact that we now have the expanded schedule and the expanded playoffs because otherwise we're not having this conversation. I had the Falcons this past weekend. Atlanta wins in Jacksonville, and all of a sudden Atlanta's like, yeah, we're right back in the mix in this thing. Carolina, despite the fact that they have struggled mightily over the last week with Cam getting benched in Miami, they're still in this thing. And here are the Saints, 0-4 with Trevor Simeon as the starting quarterback, And they're right in the mix for the playoffs. I I love that for fans because it gives all of us, and I consider myself a fan of this league, it gives all of us something to get excited about as we go down the final stretch of this season. There's so many teams that are in, especially in the NFC, where it is just, as you mentioned, Aaron, it's just this massive jumble of teams that are in that mix, you know, for the six and seven spots in the playoffs. And you've got a whole bunch of teams that have something to play for over the last month. So I think the league is very even this year. I think there's a lot of parity, which is how this league was designed. And I think we're really seeing it reflected in what this playoff chase is going to be over the final month. I'm excited about it. Every game, more or less, is going to have something at stake for somebody through the month of December. And and there are a lot of years where you haven't been able to say that about some December games. And it's going to be hard to find a December game this year that some team in it can't say, hey, we got a shot at the playoffs still. It's always fun when there's something to play for as the season goes on. What have you been up to? You mentioned a couple of football games, but what else are you doing at this point of the year? Oh, it's it's the busy season. College basketball started. I do a lot of college basketball play-by-play for Fox and for Big Ten Network. Uh, do a game every week on the NFL on Fox. And here I am for Westwood One this week. I'll have Thursday night football next week as well. And then, my gosh, and then it's full basketball season once the football season ends in late January. So it's just, it's, it's nonstop. It's the best time of year where it's just every time you turn on your TV or your radio, there are sports there waiting for you. And we're, uh, we're thrilled to have them and everybody back in the stands to watch them. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us, giving us some insight on the Saints Cowboys matchup. Look forward to having you here at the Superdome and hopefully it's a good one. Aaron, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. 
Thanks so much to Kevin for joining us on the podcast. Looking forward to having him back in New Orleans for this Thursday's matchup. Again, it's a 720 kick. So make sure you're either coming to the game or you're tuned in. John DeShazer and I will have everything for you ahead of the game on our pregame show. About 620, you can find that on NewOrleansSaints.com, Twitter, or our YouTube pages. The first official injury report ahead of our game Thursday will be out Monday afternoon. Make sure you're checking in on that. There'll be one released each day up until the final, about two hours before kick on Thursday. You can also head to NewOrleansSaints.com because the Keys to the Dome contest is live. That's the contest where you can enter to win a shot at two tickets for a year of live events at the Caesars Superdome. So make sure you head to NewOrleansSaints.com. It's under the Fan Zone tab, and you can apply under contests. For the New Orleans Saints podcast, I'm Erin Summers. Thanks for joining me. We'll be back again Wednesday as we continue to preview the Saints and Cowboys matchup this Thursday. 